0: that wants us to be a shell of ourselves. It is revolutionary to stay true to yourself. Lovey Ajayi Jones. Welcome you beautiful souls back to Curly Talk Podcast. I am your host Valerie where we talk everything spirituality, mindset, self-growth, self-help, just all the good stuff in a podcast. And today I'm so happy to be sharing you guys a new segment called When I Rant or When I Just Rant. I don't know exactly what I'm going to title it. I'm going to decide that when I post it. But I decided to like switch it instead of just being like why and how, kind of like answering like the questions of life. So we are going to still do like the whys and hows and then we're also going to do the when I just rant and then we're also going to do who's later and where I like interview people, and I'm so excited to do that. I don't know. Is that all the questions? Why, when, oh, when? No, I already did that. Why, when, where, where? I don't think, ooh, maybe we might do, like, where for, like, travel, like, podcasts and, like, ideas like that. I don't know. That is, like, definitely in the future. Maybe I'll talk about my Japan trip. I don't know. We'll see. This podcast is just so baby- And thank you guys for sticking with me through this. I know my voice and like my, like the sounds and stuff and even like the editing hasn't been the greatest and I'm still working on that and still working on doing a lot of things that I want to do, but I am trying not to attach myself too much to it or like make it perfect. I'm just trying to make it a little bit better than it was last time. And that's, like, doing little things that I think elevate it to the point where eventually a lot of the little things will cascade into, like, a big waterfall, you know? So, hopefully you guys also take that because you don't have to be perfect. And I know I always talk about writing, like, a perfection episode, and I really want to do it. I just think I need to, like, work on my perfection a little bit more. And I also wanted to talk to you guys about how I want this podcast and, like, I want to be, like, open with you guys Because I feel like a lot of times we see people who have gone through things or we see people who have like a lot of like success and a lot of things that they are like proud of and like that they've accomplished and like a lot of times they've also gone through hard things and sometimes like at least me, I don't know about everyone else, but at least me, I feel like sometimes there's this pressure to like do amazing things and there's this pressure to have a tough life and then make it extraordinary, you know? But I want to like show you guys that it's not about having a tough life and making it extraordinary. It's about if you do have a tough life, it's about having a tough life and making it yours. Doing with it whatever you want with it and hopefully whatever you want is something that brings you joy, that brings you back into alignment with your true self because that is very fun and very beautiful and I think everyone (laughs) should strive to do that but it's about what you want to do with your life you know like don't compare yourself or make and don't let other people make you feel like you need to be doing a 100 million things to be worthy to have success to do all these things because success is what you define it you know and if we continue to allow other people to define success for us we're gonna have that nuclear family, living in the suburbs with two kids, and I want anything but that. I rather eat a jean jacket to be completely honest with you guys. So that is not my success. (laughs) My definition of success is following my purpose, staying true to myself, speaking my voice, and staying in alignment with my truth. And that's my success. And however it manifests and manifests, hopefully I also get to travel and help people because those are my core values in life, but that's my purpose and I am going to continue to do that and align it with my core values. But yeah, I just wanted to say that because in this episode when I rant or when I just rant, I don't know yet, I talk about productivity because I had a short, small little brief flirtation with burnout recently and I talk about it a little bit more during like the actual episode but to like sit here and like rant about it because also too like I found myself so much in my masculine at the time that it was hurting me like my body was just like stop writing these to-do lists stop putting all these things on your plate stop scheduling your day hour by hour Because that's what all these, like, productive people and successful people were telling me to do. So I was like, let me do it so I can, like, be more productive and be more in alignment and have my shit figured out. And then I quickly, like, started burning out even though I was, like, still being balanced. And I realized that it was because I was operating too much in my masculine instead of in my feminine energy. And my feminine energy prefers just being like, oh, like, I did this, I did that, I went with the flow and I got the stuff that i needed to get done and then i also treated myself to things that i wanted to do and treated myself to a nice meal and i laid on my acupressure mat and i worked out and i did dance and i did movement and i just stayed in my body and i got some sun rays and had all the fun also on the sun rays i have the worst hands ever right now it's so disgusting well it's not disgusting but it's like uh, <laughs> i just want to like go outside naked or something. I don't know. But I digress from my birthday suit stuff. But I just want you guys to know that our obsession with productivity does not need to look the same for everyone. Your definition of productivity and your way of being productive should be different from the person next to you. It can be similar. It can operate very similarity. But it's probably not going to be exactly the same. And we're all different people. And We all need different ways, so scheduling my day hour by hour did not align with me, and I just couldn't do it. I am more of a creative, free-spirited type of person, which is very funny if you, like, know me, because I don't like anything like that, but I definitely am very, I like to call myself hippie, because I'm just like, eh, like, you know, like, it's all love, man. (laughs) That's just who I am, and it's just so funny because trying to operate in that, like, masculine place was just not vibing with me and I was like going into burnout. So I wanted to talk about that today, talk about productivity. I also talk about how, I also talk about our attachment to worthiness and talk about how our worthiness shouldn't be attached to the idea of doing everything perfectly. And I also talk a little bit about perfection and I give some tips on how to balance it. They're not like amazing tips, but kind of just like I would say this episode is perfect if you have experienced burnout, if you're trying to prevent burnout, if you're flirting with burnout, um, if you are feeling yourself just not really vibing with yourself, even though you are being productive, but you just feel drained for some reason, even though you're doing things that you love, like, this is for you, you know, like, and even to, like, if you tend to attach yourself to things that you can accomplish or that you have accomplished or things that you've done, this is for you. And again, like I say this in the episode too, but your worthiness is not attached to your productivity. And I will constantly say that in many, many future episodes too, but your worthiness is already inside you. And let's just get on with this episode because this intro is already so long. So let's get started. So I wanted to like talk about why we shouldn't idealize productivity. So this past week and like week and a half, I've been dealing with like burnout. I haven't specifically got like the worst burnout, but I like feel it coming almost, but luckily I was able to stop it and I don't feel it anymore. But I kind of just like wanted to talk about why our society praises productivity so much. Productivity, it shouldn't be a personality trait. And it shouldn't be something that we latch our identity or worthiness on. I, for around a couple months when I first came back to the United States after being abroad, I was like going ham. I was doing everything. Every second of the day, I was like trying to cram in something. And if I ended up spending too much time on social media, I would like feel bad about myself or I would just feel like, I wasted my time. Like, I should have been doing something else. And it wasn't like I felt bad about myself because, like, I was comparing myself. It was more like I felt bad about myself because I don't want to be the person that, like, wastes my time on social media. Like, that's just not who I see myself being. And so when I ended up doing that, I was like, what the heck? Like, why am I doing this? And I realized that part of the reason is because I tend to attach my identity on and my worthiness on being successful at things and doing things perfectly and I tend to always strive to like be the best at things that I'm doing and this isn't manageable it's not something that you can continue for a long period of time and I'm like talking about myself because like I hope you guys can relate to the fact that like identifying yourself to something that you can achieve theoretically through hard work and effort makes life so much more harder in a way. It just makes life more, how do I put it? So it makes your life like you're always living in lack instead of you already have everything that you need and everything else that you're striving for and that you want is extra. And when we operate from a place of lack and from a place of our worthiness and our identity is tied to this thing that we're going after, we are going to experience burnout. We are going to experience disappointment when we're not productive. We are going to experience the cycle of capitalism in the United States. And it's frustrating because it is a cultural thing. So it is something that we can shape and we can change, especially like, Any generation, honestly, but like the younger generation does have a little bit more power in shifting the narrative. But if we push people to see that our productivity and our effort isn't correlated to who we are and what we do, then we will be able to actually operate from a place of abundance and a place of worthiness, which will in turn allow ourselves to not only feel better, but also produce better things and do them more efficiently. Like, I could spend an hour working on an essay coming from a place of lack that this has to be perfect, and I probably won't get much done, and it's probably not going to be that best. But if I operate from a place of, let me just spend an hour on it and see where it goes. Like, no expectations, no identity to it, just let me work. Let me do what I need to get done today and just do it. Then you will be able to operate from a place of creativity and a place of abundance and a place of I'm already worthy and this thing I'm doing is because either A I need to get it done or you can come up with a better why that will make you more likely to do it like this is an essay that I need to write for college and I'm going to college because I want an education and I want an education so that way I can like pursue the things that I want in life and also be an educated individual and be open to new perspectives and ideas. So I need to write this essay so I can experience that and I can continue experiencing what I want to experience. And I am the type of person where I flirt with, product, with burnout quite often. I, every final season, I always get the worst burnout. Like, I get so stressed to the point where I get sick. I always get sick during final season. Last two semesters was the only last two semesters that I've never gotten sick during final season. And it was only because my spring semester last year, I was abroad in Japan. So my classes, there weren't finals. Like (laughs) I had one final. It was fine. And then last semester for the fall, it was again, I was only in one class because I was doing an internship. So I didn't end up doing a full course load. But I did have to write a couple essays that I did last minute, which kind of sucked. But, you know, we're fine. I did it and I didn't get sick because it was only two essays and one Excel sheet because I was in an econ class. And it was like the only time that I haven't gotten burnout. And I don't think that me stressing myself out so much and procrastinating too because I'm so hooked on the idea of being perfect Is worth it. Like, I don't think it's worth it being so stressed out at the end of the semester, being burnt out, feeling like I can't get out of bed, feeling worthless, and feeling like I wasted my entire time and I'm not gonna achieve much of anything. And just operating in this place of, well, I'm just gonna turn it in. If I fail, I fail, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah, if you fail, you fail. Like, whatever. But it shouldn't be this thing where you self sabotage yourself so much. And then you're like, okay, if I fail, I fail. Like, It should be something where it's like you're able to work from a place of abundance and a place of I'm worthy regardless of if I fail. So I'm going to work hard on it now and continue to do small steps. So that way I don't feel overwhelmed or stressed towards the end of this or when it is due. And... I like went on that side tangent because I do think that it is related to like productivity because at least a part of me is like, oh, I always need to be productive. I always need to be doing something. I always need to be doing this. And it is partly because of like the media that I consume, like podcasts that I consume and books that I consume and YouTube and stuff and also just the society and the culture that I live in in the United States. But like many spiritual people say we are human beings, not human doings doings but yeah like we're not here to operate on a place of constant doing and honestly most of my best ideas and the times where I feel the most human and the most alive are when I'm in stillness or when I am just sitting outside reading a book or being able to like meditate or just laying in the sun and getting some vitamin D, it just, that's the time where I like feel the most alive is when I am sitting and observing the world and the space around me. And that's like the time that I think is the most precious because we're not always going to have this, you know? Like a quote that like constantly sticks with me was during my internship, we got to do like these brown paper lunch bag things. And I was talking to the district supervisor? I think that's her title. And she told me that a lot of older people say that youth is wasted on the young. And when she said this, I was just like, huh, that is true. Because by the time we get into our 60s, 70s, 50s, 80s, we realize that the things that we thought mattered in life honestly didn't matter as much. We don't remember the small things like the clothes we wore or the small little conversations we had where we embarrassed ourselves, we remember the things that we probably regret not doing. We remember the things that we wish we could have done differently. And we want to explore the world. We want to see different things. We want to live life in a way that we weren't able to do when we were younger. And to be fair, like, I don't want to waste my youth, you know? Like, I don't want to, I want to be able to say, like, I didn't waste it. I took every chance that I could take and I did it and I didn't do it from a place of lack. I didn't operate on this need to be productive all the time. I operated on my own accord on what I thought was important on the things that make me happy and the things that bring me joy and the thing that brings me in alignment with my high self, with my inner sage, with my mystical, beautiful being that I have inside of me. And that's how I want to live. And I think that it is a balance between doing and not doing. It's a balance of being and doing. Of sitting still, but also getting the stuff done that you need to get done. It's a hard balance to, like, definitely do. I am definitely an overachiever, so... I'm an overachiever, so I definitely know how hard it is to, to like, to always want to be productive, basically, because if we're not constantly doing everything, then what are we? What are we if we're not achieving the most? What are we if we're not getting first place? What are we if we don't have the accomplishments and the skill set and all of these things under our belt that make us who we are? And I am an achievement junkie if you go on my LinkedIn or you see my resume, I've done a lot of shit. And honestly, I don't need to be doing that much. Like even recently, like I was talking to my therapist and I was telling her how I just feel like I'm doing a lot and that it's like stressing me out and that I feel just very overwhelmed. And I was talking to her and she was like, okay, so like, how do you, would you like change it? And I was like thinking about it. And it wasn't necessarily that I needed to do less. It was that I needed to stop attaching myself to doing everything perfectly. So I don't necessarily need to stop doing everything. I just need to stop my attachment to doing everything to the best of my abilities, to being the best and like being productive and doing everything. And I just need to let go. I need to pursue things that light me up instead of drain me. And everything that I'm doing right now, I can honestly say it lights me up it gives me energy it brings me joy and that's why I don't want to get rid of it but I need to let go of my attachment to being perfect at all these things at seamlessly balancing everything and being top of the game and everything that I'm doing and that's like with productivity we idolize it we like pat people on the back I've gotten so much praise for accomplishing everything and doing everything and being everything and doing number one and being number one and I get so disappointed when I'm not number one, and sorry if you guys hear my grandma <laughs> in the back. Okay, we're back. I honestly don't remember what I was saying, but I just want to say that I think I remember, actually. I would basically get praise for being number one, and it got to the point where I would get so disappointed if I wasn't number one. And a big thing that pushed me to want to make this episode is I did my first speech competition since freshman year of college, and in high school, I did a lot of speech competitions and I did really well. Like I worked really hard on it and I've talked about it before actually, but I did my first speech competition and I didn't make it to finals. And that was like the first time where like I really had to like deal with myself, like not being the best public speaker. Cause in high school, like I never got like first in the district, but I always got like first in like the smaller levels and I always made it to the final, but I never got like first in like the highest level. So it was like really disappointing to me when I didn't make it to the finals in impromptu public speaking, especially since my freshman year of college too, I got first place in impromptu public speaking. And I also realized that when I got first place in impromptu public speaking my freshman year, I wasn't attached to it. Like, I didn't care so much about it. Like, it was kind of like, oh, if I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. I'll just do it because, like, it's fun. I like doing it. It's very challenging. It gets you out of your comfort zone. If you don't know what impromptu public speaking is, they basically give you, like, three prompts, quotes, or like words, and you have to come up with a speech and fight, like, so you get two minutes prep and then you have like a five minute speech that you have to speak on the quote that they just gave you. And it's just a lot of bullshitting and it's so much fun because I love bullshitting (laughs) and I wasn't attached to it and I ended up getting first and it was kind of like, hmm, and I, I didn't realize the lesson then, but when I got, didn't make it to finals this time, I was so attached to making it to finals. I was so attached to getting first and I didn't get it. And it was because I was so caught up in my attachment to being the best and my attachment to being number one and making it to finals and being the best public speaker and yada, 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 that it held me back from my true potential as a public speaker because I was overthinking instead of just being, you know? Like, I should have just let whatever came out wanted to come out instead of focusing on what's going to get me first, what's going to make it to the finals, What's do I need to say, what's going to impress them. And it goes to show that like I had another speech competition this past weekend and I was attached to my persuasive speech of doing good because that's the thing that I won so many times with in high school that I was just really good at and everyone would always constantly praise me for being really good at it. I was attached to like making it to the finals again and I didn't make it. And I wasn't attached to impromptu. It was kind of just like, you know what? Like, whatever happens, happens. I already failed once. Like, if I fail again, it wasn't that bad. I didn't die. My worthiness did not just disintegrate and blow up in my face. (laughs) Like, I still have it. And I ended up making the finals, and I got fourth out of, like, 24 people. And I felt, like, really good about it, you know? Like, I was happy, and I was excited. And then I was like, yeah, this is great. Like, I feel good. Like, I'm proud of myself. And... This doesn't determine who I am. This doesn't define me. This isn't me. And it was just this realization that, like, damn, we attach ourselves to so many things, to, like, being the best, to being productive, to overextending ourselves to the point where we have nothing left to give. And this definitely goes back to the first two episodes that I wrote. But the force on being productive is not helpful for ourselves. Like, being productive can honestly hurt you more than it helps you. I think it's more rather... Doing the things that you need to do, like, by the time that you need to get it done, and also incorporating things that you want to do. And sometimes the things that you need to do is the things that you want to do. Like, I needed to record this podcast, and I wanted to record this podcast. Like, I genuinely enjoy just sitting here and talking and sharing my perspective about the world. And I know there's so many people out there who have things that they need to get done that they also want to get done. And then you also have things that you need to get done that you don't want to get done, like, I need to sit down and get done my essay. And I became four weeks behind on my classes because of my burnout, because I was so attached to being productive and to doing all these things that I was just pouring from an empty cup and I definitely need to take my own advice because I didn't realize that I was doing it for myself. Like I was like, I got to the point where I don't do it for other people, where I don't pour myself out for other people, like from an empty cup, like I flow more in abundance now, but I was kind of pouring from an empty cup to myself as in I was forcing myself to be productive even though I didn't give myself enough rest to actually fill myself up so I was like filling it up and then pouring it out and then like trying to like pour out from the empty cup it was like really bad and you need to pour yourself up like don't just keep taking from yourself like that's not the point of like filling your cup you know like it's not you, like, you want to also give an abundance to yourself, not just to others. And I think that it's, again, a balance of being and doing. And being productive is like the more masculine energy. And when I say masculine and feminine, I'm not talking about genders because genders is completely made up social construct that I do not take part in. Um, I mean, I do identify as female, but I'm not going to partake in the social constructs that society gives us. You can also think of it yin and yang if you don't want to, like, think of masculine and feminine. But the masculine is, like, the productive, the doer, the doing, the getting shit done type of thing. While the femininity, feminine energy, is being, the stillness, the... I always like to think of, like, the mug is a masculine and the empty space in the mug is feminine. And this is a common, like, example, but I really think that's beautiful because, honestly, the mug without the space has no purpose. You know, like it's nothing. So if you're productive without the stillness, without the femininity, without the being, it's nothing. It's not worth anything. You can't do anything with a mug that has no space in it. All you can do is break it. And that's what's happening when you trying to fill a mug, like the only obsolete thing that you can do with a mug that has no space in it is break it and shatter it. And that's what you're doing to yourself. You are breaking yourself and you're shattering yourself because you're not allowing the femininity and this open space in the mug to allow yourself to be filled up. You're stopping yourself from even trying to fill yourself up. And that's the problem that we have because we tend to praise people who do this when we shouldn't. It's not about being productive. It's not about over-exemplifying yourself to yourself to the point where you don't want to get out of bed in the morning. Like, that's not feasible, it's not long-lasting, it's not long-term. We don't want things for the short-term, we need things for the long-term. Like, obviously you need to understand that our life is not permanent, but we also need to plan for the future, so, and have hope for the future, you know? Today is the only day that I may have, and, because tomorrow is not promised, and I'm going to plan so that way tomorrow is easier for me, and so that means that today has to be a little bit harder. Because I think also understanding that time is limited is also making sure you do your routines. Making sure you do the things that need to get done because you don't have tomorrow to do it, you know? Like, you still need to get things that you need to get done because tomorrow is not here. And you also need to get things that you want to get done because tomorrow is not promised. And so, like, ways that I've been balancing it more is... Like, doing work outside, enjoying the sun, meditating outside, just grounding myself while I'm working has been so helpful. I will literally just go outside without shoes and just, like, sit outside on, like, my front yard area and just sit in the sun, work outside with, like, my feet in the dirt (laughs) because we don't have grass (laughs) because we live in Southern California, but it has helped me so much stay grounded and also just reading outside has been really nice reading in general journaling meditating taking time to like listen to music and dance and being more in my femininity and more in movement and flow and grace and even just doing things that just excite me like creating and drawing and coloring and taking time out of my day to do those things like to me that is more important than the idea of needing to be productive and to having these things that we can show off to people and being like, look what I've accomplished. Cause I'd rather just be with myself, enjoy my time being like, wow, look at what I'm doing for me. You know, like that's the beauty in life doing for yourself because it's about being in abundance that you're just overflowing your cup. And that's the overflow is what you give back. Oh my gosh, let me turn that off. I'm so sorry. So you want to fill yourself up so much that your cup is overflowing. And what that overflowing is what you give to yourself and what you give to others. That is how you keep giving and that is what you give to the world and what you show to the world is your overflow, your abundance of just genuinity and grace and humility. And that is what we should be sharing, not the stuff that's barely the few drops that are in the cup, it's the overflow. And that is what will change the world. Productivity can be useless if you're not doing the things that light you up on the inside. So don't get swept up in the idea that you need to be doing these things because they're cool or they seem amazing, but it's about doing something that you love. Because then when you are doing something that you love, you operate in a place of love, and the energy of love goes into the productivity and into the thing that you're doing, which makes it so much more beautiful and effective and heartwarming than it would be if you were to operate from a place of, I'm just doing this because it's cool. Like another story I have too is from the same internship where my supervisor told me how she was talking about how she did Peace Corps. And I was like, oh, did you like it? You know, because I've heard like, kind of controversial things about it and like a couple other things but she said that she loved it and she was saying how and she was saying how you shouldn't do it just so it looks good on a resume because anyone who did peace corps just because it looked good on a resume quit after a month or so like you need to be there for the right reasons it's not about the white saver complex or about looking good for other people to be like oh yeah i was in peace corps It's about doing it because you genuinely feel called to it. You genuinely love it. You genuinely enjoy it. You genuinely want to do it. And I feel like that goes with anything. Like if you are not doing it for the right reasons, it's not going to do you back. It is not going to fill you up and it's not going to align with you. The world has got you if you are aligned with your soul's truth and your soul's truth is the thing that brings you joy, that lights you up where you don't feel drained. You feel drained in like a physical sense, but not necessarily in like a, I won't say passion, but like in a purpose sense. And that is when you know that this thing is yours, you know? Like it's like the thing that you can enjoy, that you can have fun with and you can be doing the things and be a human doing for because that is also what's going to help the world and it's again balancing it with things that light you up and you can balance it with a lot of different things like whatever allows you to sit still more with yourself and connect a little bit more with your body i think is something that will help bring you back into equilibrium of a being and a doing person because you just need that balance and it's hard to find the balance but we can do it, you know, I will eventually make like a why and how on this topic of like how to find the balance and like avoid burnout and have a better relationship with productivity, but I still want to work on my relationship with productivity before I'm sharing that with you guys. Like I want to figure out what works for me a little bit more long term than before I give you guys advice on it because um, this is still new to me, but I wanted to share this with you guys because this is mindset shift has been so helpful for me the past couple weeks and in avoiding even like the little flirts with burnout and uh, has helped me not get into that burnout hole and if you are feeling like you're flirting with burnout I suggest that you take a day off or two days until you feel like you're rested and I promise you if you can take a couple days off your burnout will not be as bad as if you were to keep pushing and keep going even though your body and your mind and your soul is telling you to stop you're going to have a way worse burnout where you're not going to be able to do things for more than one to two days so taking time for the one to two days to get back in equilibrium when you start feeling those signs of burnout will help you so much in the long term again it's a short-term payoff for the long-term goal and I promise you that rest is going to be so much needed and I also want to say like Don't feel like when you read, you also have to read productivity books because like that was another hole that I was going in. And I know this podcast is like no form and that's why it's literally called when I just rant because that's what I'm doing. But I do hope you guys are getting the little nuggets out there and I'll like piece it together a little bit more in the show notes, hopefully. But I forgot what I was saying earlier. (laughs) But I do want to say that your worthiness is not attached to what you are doing how much you are doing or how well you are doing it. You are already worthy enough inside you. You already are the most worthiest you you can be and there's nothing you can do or don't do that will take away or gain your worthiness. You need to do things from a place of joy, place of love and hope and some things out of need. Like you do need a job to like have money and you need money to do things. and it's about the balance between the needs and the wants, about the beings and the doing, the femininity and the masculine, and removing your attachment to the worthiness of the productivity and how well you are doing it. So please have faith in yourself, have faith in the world around you. And remember, the world has got you. You know, you are balanced, you are protected. And I always like to think of it in a physics standpoint. Um, Any force is is met with the same equal force. Or is it equal or greater? I'm not a physician or whatever it's called. But when in physics, the only thing I remember is when you... Oh, the airplane. Sorry if you guys heard that. But in physics, what I remember is when you push down, like it's met with equal force. And I love to think of it like that because the earth is literally giving you what you are putting out. So if you put out love, generosity, courage, faith, passion, purpose, you're going to be met with the same force back according to physics, okay? And to Valerie. And that's beautiful. But if you operate from a place of burnout, a place of lack, a place of unworthiness, a place of doubt, you're going to be met with the same force back. And it does start with you. And it starts with how you see yourself and it starts with the actions you take to align yourself with the person that you want to be. And I hope you guys don't take that as like everything is like useless and oh, if I think anxious or negative thoughts and like bad things are going to happen because that's not what it is either because that's not how it works. If you have anxiety or if you have like depressive thoughts or negative or obsessive thoughts, you're not going to be met with those back. Those are anxiety. Those are not you that's anxiety, that's depression, those are obsessive thoughts, that is not who you are, okay? That is not who you are, so you are not going to be met with those things back. And I just wanted to preface that because I constantly worry about that too, but that is not how it works. It's what you give out is going to come back to you. Like, so when you align yourself to the highest version of yourself, which is embodying who you are at your core and sticking to that, you are going to be met with equal force to keep you within that. And when you operate from a place of I'm not good enough, you are going to be met with a lot of things that show you you are not good enough. So you need to activate. Activate that part of yourself that already knows you are worthy. That already knows for you just surviving and being is enough. Because doing can just be surviving. Not what you're doing with the surviving because some people, all they can do is survive. And that we have privilege in being able to move past their survival state. But even those people who are in the survival state are so worthy. Everyone is completely worthy and we just need to act in a place of where we want to be and the universe will align us with that in divine timing and if it's where we're supposed to be too. I think it's definitely a balance of what we want how much we like align ourselves with that and then also what divinity and god has in store of us or universe or whatever you believe in it's definitely a balance and life is a journey you know don't waste it forcing yourself to be productive have fun i'm like right now the book that i'm reading i'm reading the secret series it starts off with the name of this book is secret from sunonymous botch i think it's pronounced and i loved that book when i was younger the ending was honestly hate the secret i hate the secret so much but it's such a good series highly recommend and that's just like one thing that i'm doing so that way i'm not constantly thinking about being productive or constantly trying to work on myself and be more spiritual and be more productive and be more aligned and be more the highest embodiment i just like take time to like get out of that world and get more into the world of max Ernest and cassandra cass because I love the book. It's like a sixth grader level, so I like read it so fast, but it's so good. I'm rereading it and I just love it so much I can't put it down. So I recommend you do things that are just like not necessarily productive, you know? Like do things that don't make you feel like you need to work on yourself or you need to work on the things that you're doing. Do things that just bring you just joy. Nothing but joy. And that's what like reading the secret series does. Like it honestly does nothing for me except it brings me joy it brings me comfort and i enjoy it even like watching a good netflix movie or your good netflix show like that doesn't do anything but bring you joy and that is enough okay you are enough you are worthy you don't have to be this productive person to be aligned with who you are and your worthiness is not attached to anything or not attached to anything there's nothing you can or can't do that will take it away or move it up so keep living you keep living yourself And hopefully that wasn't too out of all over the place, you know, but we're just going to rock it. Okay. (laughs) Hopefully, thank you guys for sticking with me through this podcast episode. And hopefully you guys can see that you're so much more than what you can do with your life. So much more. So for the manifestation of the week, my worthiness is not dependent on what I get done or how much I get done. My worthiness is dependent on me. And I am already worthy and I always will be worthy. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you for sitting through that rant. And please follow along on the Curly Talk podcast journey on Instagram at Curly Talk Podcast. You can also leave a like review or like um things that you want me to say or want me to work on in my instagram stories and then if this podcast has brought you any value or has helped you see things in any different way that has opened your eyes please rate and review this podcast it means the world to me and yeah thank you guys so much for listening i hope to see you guys next week and we'll go back into a why so yeah thank you love you